Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. So our theme for this month is greater. Somebody say God is greater. Come on, say to your neighbor, God is greater. There are many great things in the world. There are great people. There are great places. There are great personalities. There are great possessions. There are great purposes. Many things are great. You can name them. But what is in Christ will always be greater because God is greater. Greater than any person. Greater than any place. Greater than any possession. Greater than anything you can think of. Anything that you can see that seems to be great. God is greater than that thing. The one that you have been holding at high esteem. I want you to know that God is greater. Be it good or bad, God is greater. God is greater than your valley. God is greater than your mountain. God is greater than your sicknesses or your diseases. God is greater than even uh, the, the highest of highs that you can ever find yourself in. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. I find it very sad that as believers, as Christians, we seem to know the greatness of Satan more than the greatness of God. We seem to know the greatness of the evil one more than the greatness of our God, the one who has created even the devil himself. We, as believers, I find it very, very sad that even instead of learning about the greatness of God, we want to learn more about what the devil can do to us. Instead of learning about what God can do for us and to us, we learn more about what the devil can People in the church are more clued up about what the devil can do more than what God can do. But this morning we are here to even uh, uh, learn here in the house of the Lord that God is greater. That is why you will find believers Sometimes even at 12 mid midnight, which is good. It's a very good discipline. It's a good practice. Many uh, Christians do it. But then what I don't understand is instead of spending time with God, cultivating a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you have not practiced how to step into the presence of God and how to invoke the presence of God so that when you get into the boardroom, you know that you are with him and you know how to talk to him and how to help him, to have him help you. Maybe it's time we changed our minds. Maybe it's time we changed how we operate. I'm not saying we are not supposed to be, we, I mean, we are supposed to be uh, ignorant of the devil or we are supposed yeah. to be ignorant of demons, yeah. but I'd rather know more about angels yeah. because they will not come close. Yeah. The, the, the devil will not come close when the angels are around me. Yeah. Rather than knowing more about yeah. demons, I'd rather know about angels because when I'm secured with the angels, yeah. the demons, actually, I will even forget that they exist. Yeah. Somebody say amen. amen. So if we can just focus on the greatness of God, the devil and his demons will become very small. Hallelujah. 
it's what you focus on that gets magnified. If you focus on the enemy, he will be magnified and his greatness you will see. But when you focus on God, then God will become greater. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of First John chapter number 4, verse number 4. It says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater. Somebody say greater. Greater than he who is in the world. You have already overcome because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. The Bible says clearly you have already overcome them. You have already overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one that is in the world. So that is our theme for the month of July. But our subject this morning is greater than people. Greater than people. There is a high level of competition for greatness. There are many people, Christians included, that want to assert themselves as great. Sometimes to a point of attempting to show themselves even greater than Christ himself. So we are going to be looking at the greater God. Greater than anything that you can ever find. Even when he has made us great as people, we are to always remember that he is the one who is greater. No matter how great he can cause us to be, no matter how great he can allow us to be, he can make us to be, we need to never, ever forget that he is the greater one. God is greater than any great person. First John chapter number five, verse number nine. The Bible says, we accept human testimony, but God's testimony is greater. Somebody say greater. greater. God's testimony is greater because it is the testimony of God, which he has given about his son. Now our God is a great God. Even in the book of Psalms, chapter number 15, sorry, chapter number 145, David said, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. So, this word great here in this scripture, it means considerably above average. So he is considerably above average. And this word, if used before a noun to emphasize a particular description of someone or something, it denotes the element of something that is most important or something or someone that is, more, is most worthy of consideration. Many of us are followers of God. We serve him. 
but we do not know how great he is. We make our way to church every Sunday. We love God so much, but we do not comprehend his greatness. One day, Job said something and he said, behold, God is great and we do not know him nor can the number of his years be discovered. Job got a revelation of the fact that we think we know this person. But no, actually, I am beginning to understand and I'm beginning to see that we actually do not know him. He said, behold, God is great. He is a great God indeed. And he does great things. Things that cannot even be comprehended by our own minds, no matter how intelligent we can be. God is that great. Everything that God does is derived from his greatness. Even our redemption story is a a story of his greatness. He redeems us through his greatness. That's his greatness that we are able to live the lives of peace, the lives that we are even at peace with him, our God. Somebody say amen. Amen. So if we can understand the greatness of God, many competitions will be eliminated. The cancer called competition will be eliminated if we can understand the greatness of God because sometimes we think that God runs out of resources. And therefore, we become jealous of others. When God blesses somebody else, we then think God has taken from my blessing to bless the next person. But if we can have a revelation of how great and vast God is, we will then not compete with anyone because we will know that in God, in His greatness, there is my portion. Somebody say, in God's greatness. Come on with all of you. We don't have masks on anymore. Come on, church. In God's greatness, there is my portion. In God's greatness, there is my portion. Yes, there is your portion and there is my portion. There is no need for me to compete with you. All that I need to do is to know what is it that God wants for me and what is it that God would want me to do to even have have access to that which he wants me to have. So for us to be able to benefit from the greatness of God, we are to declare his greatness. We are to declare his greatness in our lives. We are to declare his his greatness in many spheres, even as we are going to continue. I'm going to share with us all of that. But in the book of Psalms, chapter number 145 again, in verse number six now, the Bible says, man shall speak of the might of your awesome acts and I will declare your greatness. A man who was confident in the greatness of God. A man who knew how great God was. He said, I will declare your greatness. Listen to what it says in the TPT version, I love it. In the Passion Translation, it says, Your all inspiring acts of power have everyone talking. I'm telling people everywhere about your excellent greatness. How beautiful is that? 
And also in the message it says, your marvelous doings are headline news. I could write a book full of the details of your greatness. I could write a book full of the details of your greatness. So we are to declare the greatness of God. Someone might be asking, how do I declare the greatness of God? This word um, declare, it means to show forth, which is to show by example. So in other words, if I allow God to be great in my life, I shall be an example of his greatness. So each time he wants people to know how great he is, I am going to be his guinea pig. I am going to be his, I'm going to be his itchy. I, somebody say amen. For an example. So this is how I bless. From my greatness. For an example. That's how you declare the greatness of God. Sometimes without even talking. Yes, we are coming. Yes, declaring is also talking. But I love this one so much. To shoot forth. To, to, To make an example of. To say, Lord, if you want everyone to see your greatness in terms of marriage. For an example. Your greatness when someone partners with you in business, for an example. If you want to show your greatness in academics, for an example. That's how we declare the greatness of God. Can make us an example. It also means manifest. So when we declare the greatness of God, we are manifesting his greatness. Sometimes when we operate under the greatness of God, we can even be mistaken to think that it is us who are great. Only to find that it is God, who, the greater one, working through us, manifesting his greatness. It also means publish or proclaim. And also to declare is to speak. It is to talk and it is to tell. Not just quietly, but tell out. Tell out the greatness of God. Now there's fears that God wants to show his greatness. Fears of life where we should also experience his greatness. Even though they are great people, God is greater than them. That is a sphere where God shows his greatness through people. But as much as people are great, God is greater than them. Sometimes people use God's greatness that he has given to them to play God on other people's lives. That kind of greatness God does not condone. God wants us to be great people, but he does not want us to take the greatness that he has given to us so that then we can play God over the lives of of others. We must always remember that no matter how great we are, God is greater and God is the one who has made us to be great. In the book of 2 
Chronicles chapter number 34, verse number 30, the Bible says the king went up to the house of the Lord with all the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the Levites and all the people. It says all the people. Listen, it says great and small. All the people, great and small. There are people who are great and there are people who are small. But let me explain this so that one day you do not think that God wants you to be small because the Bible says there are people who are great and there are people who are small. It depends on what God has called you to do. There is a sphere of influence where God wants you to be great. So don't ever think to yourself that, Mina, no, I'm not a great person. The problem is that you want to be great in other people's lanes. Somebody say amen. amen. We are all equal. The blood levels the ground. That is why it is so beautiful when you are saved. It is so beautiful to come into the house of the Lord because people, by reason of who they are out there, you cannot even talk to them. You cannot even shake their hands in their own lane and in their own positions. But you sit next to them at church and you chat to them at the foyer after the service. Levels the ground. People that you have no business even making a conversation with, if you can know who they are in their lane. But here at church, you are able to talk to them. You are able to mingle with them because the blood of Jesus has leveled the ground. And one day when you hear that this person is so mighty and so great in what they do and in what they are called to do, and you are like, this person that I call and say, hey, uh, what are you doing after church? Because the blood levels the ground. The blood makes us all equal. We should treat each other as such. We should honor all men because the blood levels the ground. Never think that because this one is not great in my lane and therefore they are not great at all. That's a big mistake. There is greatness in each and every one of us because we have Christ in us who is greater. Somebody say amen. amen. So there are certain people who will do what others won't do. And it will determine whether or not they will be great. Average will never make you stand out. Average giving will never make you stand out. Average serving will never make you stand out. Average anything will never make you stand out. So maybe it's our homework this morning that we go back and look at everything in our lives, every aspect of our lives. Where are we average? Could it be that maybe I am now so comfortable in what God has placed me in? Could it be that maybe I am so comfortable in the position that God has placed me, has, has placed me in or the blessing of the Lord that is upon my life in such a way that I feel like I'm okay with it? Yindimpilo. There is still a very long way to go. Average will not cause you to stand out. People will be promoted left, right, and center, and center right in front of your eyes because you became complacent. 
you became a person who was satisfied with where they are. Yes, sometimes it becomes comfortable where we are, but I just want us to know that success is always progressive. There is, our God is our capacity. Sometimes we think that we do not have capacity, but the capacity is Christ in us, the hope of, grow, of glory. The hope of glory. That's our capacity. There is more in you. There is more that you can still do. Don't say I am okay because I'm comfortable. There's quite a lot that God still wants you to do. And if you can allow God to show forth his greatness in you, you will do great and mighty things. And people will wonder. We thought he was average. We thought she was average. But average will never make you stand out. Those who stand out are those who are above average. That is why if you are above average you, at school, you always get certificate. I never got one, but I saw. Um, many of us are laughing here and many of us did not get. But there are those who got. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are A students. There are A students who got and they will stand. They will stand in front of the whole of the hall of the whole school and be given not 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 a, a, a participation certificate. <laughs> but outstanding results. Outstanding. And when you are outstanding, you are put on a pedestal. Only when you are outstanding. Average will never cost you to stand out. So, never allow average to make you think that God is done with you. Everything that you have seen in your life is average. Right now, everything, no matter how big it is, even if you dumped almost to the roof, to the roof, thanking God for it, I want you to know today that God is greater. There is more from where that comes from. There's more. There's more because God is greater. Somebody say amen. God wants us to be great. He said to Abraham, I will bless you and I will make your name great. Because God is in the business of causing us to be great. God does not want us as his children to be average at work. He does not want us to be average in our businesses. Then where is the power of God that resides in the inside of us if we are just like any other man? Then where is it? Let us never settle for average. Let us not. I have made it a point in my life. I am making necessary adjustments that in my lane, I will not be average. In that which God has called me to do, I am not going to be average. No, I won't. Because then I will not stand out. And if I don't stand out, guess who is going to have a problem? It's you whom God has entrusted to us. If I am complacent and average, there are things that I'm going to declare and those things are not even going to register in the spiritual realm because I'm average. And woe unto a person who is supposed to receive from me. Never. Never. I'm not going to be average. Come on, shout. I'm not going to be average. 
not going to be average. I'm not going to be average in ministry. I'm not going to be average in business. I'm not going to be average in my calling, in my assignment, in the purpose that God has called me to. I'm not going to be average. I'm going to contend for greatness because greater is he who is in the inside of me than the one that is in the world. Come on, let us do this very, very quick. And there are spheres even within the sphere of people. There are spheres where you can allow God to make you great and you can manifest his greatness through one in your life. Can make God great in your life. There are three areas, but number one is in your life. Listen to what Jesus says in the book of Luke, chapter number 22, verse number 27. Jesus says, For who is greater? He who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. In other words, I will leave it up to you to decide. I am Jesus Christ and I am serving. But you are sitting on the table. So maybe you can ask yourself who is greater, the one who sits or the one who serves? So See for yourself. Me, Jesus himself, serving. Who is greater? So the one who serves is the one who is greater. For our lives to be great, we need to lose our lives and live his life. And when we live his life, we are living a life of serving. Use every opportunity to serve. Your workplace is an opportunity to serve. Your department is your opportunity to serve. Your business is your opportunity to serve. Sizandile spoke about her customers. If she does not have the attitude of Jesus in her business, she will not stand out. She will have to have the attitude of serving such that all the customers will say, if only when I go and do my... I'm sorry to shame one about... When I go and buy my groceries, I don't want to go to any other spa. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to go. I wish I can meet even Zandile there. Yeah. Because I know she's going to serve me. That's how you make your business grow. This obsession of rewards is the very thing that is causing us not to be rewarded. Yes. Yes. We are no longer the ones who serve. We are the ones who want to be in the receiving end all the time. But I want us this morning to make a decision to say in our lives, we are going to be like Jesus. Yes, it's nice sitting on the table. Yes, it makes us look important sitting on the table. But I am sorry to keep on making an example about Uzandile. But Uzandile, I've realized each time we come to prayer or each time we come during the week, even in the morning when we used to have the, the in-person morning prayers, she will come with the uniform written spa. Yeah. Not with a suit that says I'm the one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. With a fleece jacket. Yeah. Written spa. Yeah. Because I'm here. Mfundisi once said, our goal in this church as the lead pastors, I had him, I did not even hear him twice. I heard him 500 times. And I said, Lord, I'm ready for it. He said, we must smell like sheep. Yeah. 
That's why we are not the high and mighty powerful women and, and men of God. Because we are here to serve you. We are here to serve you. We are here to serve you. In your calling, you must be a servant. In your family, you must be a servant. In your marriage, have the attitude of serving. Many marriages are in shambles today. Not because the people are bad. The people are great. The people are good. Everything is going well. But the people are high and mighty. They are not serving. They are not there to serve. The, the husband does not want to serve. The wife does not want to serve. But this morning, if you can learn from church to go back home and serve, I'm telling you, your marriage will take shape and it will, it, it will get to a place where you never even dreamed of. If you can go back to work and serve. One day, I saw, I'm closing. One day I saw Obama in a documentary. He went to buy his staff members, beggars. No wonder he was the best president yeah. ever. Yeah. He got there and they wanted to make sure that everything was fine. And he said, they did not even know that I was coming here. I'm just buying just like everyone else. Everyone was shocked. The staff there wanted to take pictures with him and all of those things. His bodyguards were freaking out and all of that. But he said to himself, I am a servant. Maybe even our very own government in South Africa, if we can pray to God that he can give them a heart of servants, they, they are no longer going to steal maybe. Maybe they can be able to serve the communities that they are elected for. When you are a servant, serving, then you become great. Then you become great. You become great if you are like Jesus. It does not get any greater than how Jesus is. You can be great in your family, I have said. You can be great also in your calling. You can be great in your calling. Solomon was great. The Queen of Sheba was great. John the Baptist was great. But one day John the Baptist said, the one who is greater is coming. The one who is greater is coming. So yes, there have been people in your calling before. But the one who is greater the one who is greater is coming who is greater Christ in me the hope of glory who is greater greater is the one who is in me than the one who is in the world so now when I carry the one who is greater tell me if I walk into business who is going to be greater it is often said as I close that when the higher power comes in, the lesser power must grow, must, must bow. So when I get into business or when I get to school or when I get to my workplace, carrying this greater one in the inside of me, working with this greater one, having a true and a, and a living relationship with this greater one. So when I get in there, no matter who was great before I came, the lesser power must bow because the greater one has walked in. 
declare this morning and say greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world. I'm going to be greater in my life. I'm going to be great in my business. I'm going to be great in my family. I'm going to be great in every sphere of influence that God has afforded me an opportunity to be part of. I'm going to be greater. Going to be greater. That's what we are called for. Called for greatness. And that greatness, we do not have to generate ourselves. Yes, there is a role that we need to play so that we do not become average. But the one who brings the power is God himself. The one who is greater than any other thing. The one who is greater than any other person. He's the one living in the inside of you. There's capacity in you to become great. You can be great and declare it this morning. Talk it out. Talk it out. Tell it to everyone. And let God make you an example of his greatness. In the name of Jesus, let us stand. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.